for lack of a better word, is good. The time came when the ticker tape in the broker's office told a new story. It was panic. Sixteen and a half million shares of stock sold in a single day. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Stock Dirty to Me, the number one podcast for investors from the podcast, uh, the Facebook group, Stock Market for My sounds messed up the end. Off the exit Tony's going to be right back. Uh, but I'm, of course, Phil Better, the podcast mogul with me, as always, is Dalton, you know, our advisor, from Battencourt Capital. Dalton, how are you doing today? Great day, man. Great day. Well, I was enjoying the day. I was enjoying the day. My portfolio was up three uh, percent today, there which is amazing. Um, uh, and then uh, Facebook reported earnings, and uh, uh, I lost twenty percent in and in, and in Facebook. So it looks like I'll be buying more tomorrow. Um, but but yeah, it was going good during the day, and then uh, after hours, it kind of kind of got hit there. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. But that's also uh, you never know what can bring tomorrow. And tomorrow is just going to make mean a better day for you because you can get that get uh, the uh, dollar average down there or and cost exactly. down there. So you got exactly. that. And then uh, Tony, can you hear us? Are you back, Tony? Yeah. God damn Apple AirPods. You know, this is why I tell you to get plug in. I get a plug in headset. Hey, if you want to get the Google I, Pixel Buds, I think those would be good for you. I, I do have, I do have the plug in ones, but I just like the freedom of not having a wire. So I understand. Yeah. But if we keep having this issue, maybe it could solve you some problems. It's only for an hour long here, and then you're back to being, you know, uncluffed by the connections of life here. Uh, I want to shout out to uh, Dorothy for being in here from the village in Florida. Thank you so much. And of course, our good friend, uh, this this is Mark Overy's tuning in from the back end uh, or backyard of Tony's place. Uh, make sure you uh, send him some beers after the show because uh, he's always it's always nice to see him. And then we got out today. Yeah, yeah it's nice. It was a beautiful today. day. Yeah. And then got yeah. we got B. Roos Leroy in the house saying he's out from PA. So thank you so much for tuning in, everybody. And if you want to shout out or have any questions, you know what to do. Hashtag live. And if you're watching in the replay, hashtag replay. But if you have questions, we'll be more than happy to answer. Uh, tonight's agenda, I'm going to lay it down on it for you guys. And then we're going to just jump straight into it. We're going to talk Google, um, which is, you know, going big. There's the the stock split that's coming or already has happened. I know Dalton's been talking about that coming in. He's very excited to talk about that. We're going to talk about if this market can rally or is it doomed to fail? And then finally, we're going to close off with uh, what's going on with Facebook and their earnings because, uh, like Dalton said, he's down 20% just there. And then if we have some time, we're going to talk about some stocks for you guys. So uh, if you have any stocks you want us to talk about, we're going to call that out near the end. So not yet, but at the end, we'll do a live uh, analyzation what we think of that. So I want to thank you all here. And we got Bob uh, jumping here. Good evening. And it's been a minute. Yes. So I'm glad you're back, uh, Ben. So thank Welcome you very back. much. Welcome back. Yeah. Uh, Bob. Sorry, Bob there. And then we got uh, who Dalt on Google. Dalt called it. Dalt hey. call it. Um, and Mark is giving you props for that. So yes. So Dalt, let's talk about the giant elephant in the room. That is Google. Uh, what's going on there? Tell us. Let's go. So yeah, it's a, it was a, 
it's another great quarter. Um, Google just continues to uh, to do what they do best, which is make money and advertise in in capitalism. You know, record numbers in 2020 during the pandemic, record numbers in 2021. Doesn't really matter. Record numbers in 2019. It's probably gonna be record numbers this 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 year too. They just keep on. All they do is advertise, so they have they don't have a lot of risk. Uh, we live in capitalism, so. Um, everybody has to sell you on something and they just collect um, advertising payments. They're and, a middleman. <laughs> yeah, you really saw their um, their their uh, prowess in the advertising market uh, with that last quarter, which I think was $75 billion worth of revenue. Um, so absolutely killed it. I think, I honestly think that revenue and earnings were higher than, my, than Microsoft's. So with that being said, um, now that, I'm very bullish on Google now that the prices dropped significantly, or not dropped yet, but it will in, in July in a 20 to 1 stock split. I could see Google making a run at the most valuable company in the world because Microsoft already stole that number one spot for a few weeks from Apple, um, but their earnings and revenue is way less than Google's now. So I think you'll I think you'll see Google take a serious run because a lot of people can't buy at 2900. Let's be honest. I mean, I'm in Canada. I trade with Quest Trade. We don't have fractional shares. TD Ameritrade manages a trillion dollars in assets. They don't have fractional shares. So all these people. Vanguard. Yeah. Uh, there's a lot of major brokers in the U.S. that the only major broker in the U.S. that allows fractional shares on everything is Fidelity. Fidelity. That's it. Yeah. So they're going to, I I feel when these shares hit, you know, 200 or less, I think you'll see a lot of these. Um, a lot of people come in and buy and you'll see a huge rally in these in these shares. And um, like, again, it was 75 billion and profit margin was about 35 percent. So they're they're very strong, even in you know the wake of the Omicron variant. They've been very, very strong. They've been consistent. And um, like like a, like I always say, it, it's a company that we all use every day. It's, it's a no brainer. Um, $45 a share or as of right now, if it was to split right now. Exactly. Exactly. That's so. very affordable for the beginning investor or oh, average yeah. investor. So this, this could technically be the modern day Berkshire Hathaway. Like uh, this I am, I am definitely going to be converting all of my crypto to Google when it's, yeah. when it splits, because I, I think I'm out on crypto. I think I'm out on crypto. You're out. I don't know. I just, I don't, I keep going back and forth. Is it a Ponzi scheme or is this going to be the greatest thing ever? I don't know. I, I really, and that scares me and I want to put my money into something that I believe in. So if you're, if you're losing sleep, definitely a good. Yeah. I'm good. not losing sleep, but I just, uh, I don't have a significant enough in Bitcoin for it to really matter anyways. Like it, it would need to go up to like $2 million a coin for me to really get anything of, huge, of high value out of it. You know right. what I'm saying? So, uh, whereas Google, I feel comfortable just, it's one of those things where we all use Google and if Google vanished from our lives, we would kind of be screwed for a while. Well, yeah, <laughs> they literally look at it, the internet. Google went down and nearly 90%, like uh, a large portion of the internet was down. And we had no access to it. Like, Where look at that. Bitcoin, like, yeah, if Bitcoin vanishes, it's not going to affect my life at all. So I'm thinking I need to allocate the money to things that actually affect my life. So yeah, Dorothy's yeah. over here agreeing with you as well. I could be wrong. I could be wrong, but I feel better with my money in Google than in Bitcoin. So 
We'll see. Time yeah. will tell. And, and, and I mean, re- remember when Google was, Google broke above 3,000 uh, last year, and then it, it traveled down early in January to what, like 2620 or something like that. It was more than a 10% pullback from all-time highs. And then earnings came out, and it was, uh, I think everybody realized, well, Google is still Google. And uh, even the quarter over quarter revenue growth from 65 to 75 billion was absolutely steaming. Um, so I think I think it really it, it really hit at home that you know Google is still able to advertise and pull a lot of money in this market. So I think I that that really bode bode well. You know, for investors I think the other thing is, like you said many times, and we've all said this isn't going to fundamentally change anything about the company and it's not going to change anything. Uh, it's it, it just, it, the market cap is going to be exactly the same yeah. just because they're making, they're splitting or giving you 20 shares. It doesn't add any value to anything. You still have the same amount of value, sure. but the big thing it does is it, it makes it feel obtainable for people. You know, it's a lot of people don't like, even though you can buy fractional shares, people don't want to have 0.1 share of Google. You know, they, they like to have people like round numbers. People like seeing that one share, two shares, three shares. So, um, and, and I, I admit I, I'm the same way. Like I wouldn't, I wouldn't a dollar cost average into Google. Cause to me, it's just like, oh, I'm just going to dollar cost average into my ETFs. Yeah. But at $130 a share, now I could buy 10 shares of Google, you know, and it's not that big of a deal or I could buy, a sh- you know, a share and it doesn't matter at all. And I think the average person can do that now. So it's just more of a sentimental thing. Um, yeah. And I, I think it is going to make a difference. And Bob's over here saying people love having yeah. a ton of whole shares. And it's true. Yeah. Like knowing that I can say I have 10 shares of Google and people are like, oh, damn. So yeah. <laughs> if you say I have a fractional share of Google, they'll be like, yeah, it's like I have a point one one seven. I have 1.5% like, uh, stocks yeah. of Google. Like, okay, yeah, yeah. what does that mean? Definitely. Um, I do want to just say before we uh, jump on still with the Google uh, train, because Google is smart money. It's I, I believe it's like the Berkshire Hathaway going forward because it is cl- grabbing so many companies, right? Just like yeah. uh, Berkshire Hathaway did. But um, me and uh, Dalton and myself were on a podcast uh, called uh, Successfully Chaotic, talking about investing and uh, uh, hosted by a lovely lady named Maria Daniels, who's in the group and that. And I highly suggest you go listen to that. But she mentioned that uh she wants her shirt that says stock dirty to me now i'm putting this out into the group good show you did thank you very much you you were unfortunately working you were supposed to be on it but work i'm asking the group here and the people watching if we created a a shirt a a shirt that said stock dirty to me or something along those lines would you guys be interested let us know in the chat just leave it there We'll probably put up a poll coming up for the rest of the group who aren't watching this and that. Uh, but let us know if you would like us to make some merchandise for you guys to support us. And we will take that and we will run ads so that we can boost the show up and get you guys maybe even pay for people to come on the show. Uh, special guests and that because that is a possibility um, with a uh, with a service that I'm connected to. So if you guys are interested in getting shirts or stickers or stuff to support us here at the show that we can help make the show better, let me know in the chat. Let us know in the comments. Um, and if you guys are watching this on YouTube or wherever, you know, comments and all that stuff. Okay, going on to Google. That's making people money. Anything else we want to talk about or do you want to go on the market rally? 
Uh, no, I'll, I'll, I'll add a couple other things, things here. So um, as everybody knows, Google is the largest company in my portfolio. Um, so I'm very, very high on it. I'm always saying um, that it's always a good time to buy Google. I find that a lot of stocks that people are recommending in, in the group are mentioning. And then people ask about those stocks that other people mention. And that person says, oh, well, why don't you just wait for a dip um, before you buy, right? So again, Google is not something that you really need to wait for a dip. And I think if you have to wait for a dip, I think that's something that you shouldn't be buying anyway. Um, but Google is just something that you can you can always buy and you can always count on because to be honest, I've never seen Google expensive. I've never seen Google trading at 50, 60, 70 times earnings. It always trades below 30 times earnings. Um, even now it's still below 30 times earnings on that huge jump. So like I said, like this, these things tend to be really cheap, even though the amount of money and the earnings growth that they have. Um, so again, this is just something that you really want to tune into and Google where Google plans on getting um, their next leg of growth. So, they're the dominant player in advertising. Their number one, Facebook is too. But where they feel that they're going to get their next jump in revenue is from cloud services. They're the number three cloud services provider behind Amazon, AWS, Amazon. and Microsoft yeah. Azure. So they're number three, and their Google Cloud revenue jumped 45% year over year on the last earnings re report. So they're still, the kids still got that solid double digit growth in Google Cloud, and they're making a push. Um, for cloud computing. So that's where I think that next leg up will, 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 will come from. So again, cloud is huge. It's something really good to, uh, to be in and Google search. Let's be honest. If there's ever a time in my lifetime when I'm not using Google search, I'll probably be fucking lost. So again, <laughs> it's just, <laughs> if I don't have maps, how am I going to get, how am I going to get around? Right. So yeah, the cash yeah, Apple maps is crap. Oh yeah. my God. <laughs> it's just stuff that it is that we need in order to organize the internet and access the internet. That's all I have. Yeah. I mean, the way I look at stocks, it, it like it's one of those things where if this company was eliminated tomorrow, how would it affect your life? And if it would affect your life, obviously the company has to be profitable and other factors, but it's one of those things if this company vanished and would your life change significantly or would you even notice? And that's kind of where I'm at with this Bitcoin thing right now. <laughs> like if Bitcoin vanishes, it really doesn't matter to me at all. But if Google vanishes, like it affects everything, my work, my everything about my life. My know? whole business is gone. Everything it affects every, everybody. It affects everybody because Google is literally the search engine that runs the Internet. Yeah. Uh, so it's a big deal. It's a big deal amongst YouTube and many other things that they own. Uh, you know, it's, it's they support cloud Netflix. services. Mm -hmm. Yeah. When Google's goes services. down. Netflix is, is down as well. So, uh, that's just, uh, one of those things. If you're, um, someone that is fearful when there's drops or there's some market volatility, if you invest in companies like that, then there's really nothing to worry about it's very unlikely that Google's going out of business anytime soon, guys. And neither is the the last topic we're going to talk about later today, Facebook. So uh, like you said, when is a good time to buy? And people say, wait for the dip. Well, uh, you just got your dip on Facebook, which you we'll talk a huge about later. <laughs> so yeah, but sorry, I didn't want to change topics, but I just kind of rolled into that. <laughs> it's all right. It's all right. We'll pull it back. Yeah. We'll pull it back and we'll bring us back, Bill. Yeah, we're going to go into the market rally. What's going on there? Uh, 
Tony or Dalt, who wants to take the head on this one? You want to, you want to uh, leave this one off, Tony? Yeah, it's actually kind of, it's actually kind of funny. Uh, I was reading that comment, but yeah. it's actually kind of funny that the market had a, the worst month, the worst January that we've seen since 2008. I believe the January drop in 2008 was a 9% drop. And that's like amongst the market index, S&P, NASDAQ, and all those combined or the total market index. And um, I think this month it finished about 4.5% drop, or I could say this month, but now we're in February. So in, in January, it finished about a 4.5% drop. So all things considered, even though it was the worst drop we've seen since 2008, um, it's actually been pretty good. We've recovered a lot of those losses in just four days. Now, that doesn't... I don't think this is going to be sustainable. Uh, I still think we're going to finish this year in the red. And I still think when we get to March, which is when I'm expecting the interest rates to, to be yeah. uh, in, hiked up by the Fed, definitely, I think we'll see a lot more volatility then. And we may actually lose everything we gained this week, uh, which is pretty, I think that's pretty likely. I don't think it's anything to be alarmed about. For those of you that watch the show or that are in this group, you kind of knew this was coming and we've talked about this for a long time. It's it's the market's crazy right now. Nothing really makes sense. I mean, Facebook, uh, I mean, their earnings were less than expected, but they still had $29 billion in revenue and matched the last quarter's revenue pretty much. Um, and people are, are still panicking. And I've seen people putting comments that Facebook's going out of business. This, this is the end for Facebook. Meanwhile, they're typing these comments on Facebook. So, um, you know, sometimes you just got to take a step back and pull up the big picture of the year to date map. And it's not that bad so far. It's actually better than I thought it's, it's been. And I actually recovered pretty quickly a lot of those losses. And that's why you just stay in the market, in my opinion. Because you never really know what's going to happen. It could rally and completely wipe out all of the losses for the year. Or um, it could kind of just flounder. Or it could we could see more losses. It's, it's kind of unknown. But in my opinion, I, I think we're probably going to see more losses around March during the next um, meeting. So, Yeah. Mark uh, brings up a question here. If I can uh, read it out to you guys, he's like, why not buy the Vic when March comes in? You think the market is going to get crushed by the Fed to hedge? Because I just don't want to put my money in stuff like that. It, like, I don't. I feel like I don't really need to hedge. It doesn't really matter to me. Um, I have, I've worked hard to build a pretty good savings, so I don't need any of this money that's in the market. Uh, even if it dropped 20, 30 percent, I. I mean, I could let it sit for years. It doesn't matter. I'll just keep adding to it. So to me, it's not, I don't really, I'm not panicked about losing anything. If you're somebody that doesn't want to lose any money and you do want to hedge your, your investments, then I guess you could do that. It's just one of those things you got to time it correctly. And I just don't want to, the stress of doing that. That's my opinion. I know people do it successfully and they're pretty good at it. It's just not something that I want to deal with. So That's my take. He has a follow-up. He's like, same for me, but why not Why not when you know volatility is coming? Well, I I didn't know that we were going to have a huge 4% uh, 
we were going to get 4% gains this week back and everything, you know, break <laughs> exactly. our losses in half. So I, the way things were going, I would have thought we were going to keep losing money. So if I bought into the VIX, I would have definitely thought we were going to lose more this week. So I would have, by that logic, I would have bought into the VIX on Monday and I would have lost a lot of money doing that. So it's hard to time those, those things, you know? Exactly that. That's a really good point. And I wanted to add that. I'm not like, I, I agree with you 100%. I'm not sold on, on this market rally at, at all. But I didn't think that we'd, that we'd have a market rally this, this week. Like, no, my, definitely not. My portfolio is a, a huge. It's been week. a big rally. It's yeah. been a really big. I, I've basically recovered all my losses. I yeah. think I'm actually in the green this year. I've, I'm pretty sure year to date, I'm barely in the green now. Exactly. So, so I wasn't expecting us to get this huge rally here. It kind of came out of nowhere. So if you were short the VIX, you just got screwed because it's leverage, and that you just went crushed. to that just went right back yeah. to where it to where it came from. Um, three times leverage. We just had a ten percent gain uh, in a week. You you got toasted. So again, like this is why you you need something. It needs to be something bigger, like monetary policy decisions, like raising rising interest rates. I don't think that's a good enough reason. Um, if they change Fed 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 chairs, I was looking to get out. If they change Fed Fed chairs, that's a really big reason because um, certain um, people are more hawkish or dovish than a different per- person. That would be a right. real change. Um, I got out in 2020 because I, I saw what was happening in Italy and Europe, and I knew if that came to North America, we'd get screwed. That was a really big changing event. But rising in interest rates, that's not good enough to get me to go short. Um, Especially at the rates they're talking about. You yeah. you know the Fed is not going to do anything substantial. And with them, you never know. They're very scared to announce anything. Anything they say affects the market in a big way. Exactly. So, and you could, honestly, they should have already, they should have already increased the interest rates. But, and I thought they were going to. But um, now they moved it to March, and when March comes, I they may they may uh, put it off again. They may kick the can down the road again. Uh, who knows? And there's a lot of political nonsense to that too. There's probably some pressure because rising interest rates is going to be, excuse me, it's going to be bad for the economy. And it's going to be a talking point it's in temporarily. But in the long run, it's going to be good. So you know, you have midterms coming up and I'm not, I don't want to get political by anything, but you have midterms coming up and a lot of the stock market is tied to politics. Mm -hmm. People see the stock market as a measure of the economy. So it would be bad for the stock market to be crashing mid year. So I, I, you know, I don't think we're going to see a crash, but um, I mean, I could be wrong, but I don't think we're going to see a crash. I think we'll probably just see lots of volatility up and down like we've been seeing. So yeah, we have, uh, who is this? Give me one second. We got Mark going. I'm sure they're going to make sure the economy is good before the midterms. Yeah, I would think so. I would think so. It's a bad look for any any political party, uh, regardless of what party you're in, to have the stock market crash during yeah. midterms if you're the party in charge. So <laughs> it's not a Republican or a Democrat thing. It's just one of those things. It's a smart a political look. move. Yeah. Yeah. It's a bad. Joe look. Biden screwed me again. <laughs> yeah. 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 So no one wants to be that. Um, we have uh, Amir or uh, Amir. Sorry if I mispronounce your name. Uh, so you guys are buying Meta tomorrow. Okay. I got it. Which is true. Yeah. You, you, we, we 100%. If I can get it for under $300, if it stays, I mean, if it stays at where it's at right now, I think it's at 250. 
Yeah, it's at two forty nine oh five on Market Watch. Yeah, I'm actually so heads up for those of you that have Fidelity, and we talked a lot about this. Dolph brought this up about having cash in your account, Mm -hmm. um, a certain amount of cash allocated in your account. Now, I said in the past that I don't ever do that because my brokerage allows instant deposits, which is how I've always invested. If I wanted to buy something, um, some sometimes I'd put a thousand dollars in. I do my weekly investments. Uh, I usually put about a hundred dollars in, so I never had a problem. It just instant right away. Well, apparently, you can't do instant credit on aftermarket hours through Fidelity. So those of you that have Fidelity, I've never bought anything after hours. And this was an opportunity with Facebook. I'm like, wow, this down 20%. I have to buy this right now. And um, I couldn't do it. So I'm kind of disappointed. <laughs> so those of you, uh, you should probably listen to what Dalt said previously about keeping cash in your account, which I'll probably keep a small amount, maybe like a thousand in there or something. There you go. There you go. Yeah, it's currently sitting at negative 22.89% close uh, currently. Oh, that's so, beautiful. I hope it stays. Yeah, it's, uh, it's, uh, it's I know there cool. are some ramifications, which we'll talk about. Are we on Facebook now or what? Are we- yeah. Yeah. Let's get into it. Yeah. Yeah. We'll, we'll jump into it. Are- so I'll bring uh, I'll get it on the screen here for you guys. So story this is where it's currently. Apple. Pull up the uh, privacy uh, news story about the iOS 15 update. All right, Can you pull that up? uh with who what are we with the apple website just google uh facebook um what if you just google facebook and type new or click the news tab it'll come up right away you know what i'm talking about Dalt? i do yeah i i do they Better... that, that started in q3 though and they handled it pretty well yeah which one which one am i looking at because we got the uh, apple and tech talk Essentially, what's happening is their Apple is releasing some some update on iOS 15 where they're not gonna they have a yeah, privacy tracking. setting. Yeah, yeah, the tracking for the tracking. Yeah, ad, so I guess it's, it's going to be harder for Facebook to advertise. Yeah. Um, now, they 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 their profit margin is is definitely down from their previous quarter. Uh, let's see. So yeah, this 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 privacy thing is is eating into um, profits a little bit, but it's the same thing for Google too. The only reason why you didn't see Google miss is because Google didn't spend um, three billion on the metaverse in Q in Q four. Uh, Facebook did, or sorry, Meta Meta platforms did, um, and so the, I think the privacy settings. I think. I think for guys like Google and 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 Meta, it, it it doesn't really matter. It started in Q3. Both Google and and Meta had huge uh, beats. Meta doesn't beat this time around because they sank 3.3 billion in, into their um, Reality Labs division. So what's what's happening now? So they beat revenue. Revenue, I think, was. Thir- would not think it was 33 billion so it was record oh my god i was looking at the wrong wow i was looking yeah at the it wrong was record board. it was record and then and then earnings was 10.3 billion so again it's it's pretty close to 30 percent they're used to 35 so that's i think that's about 27 percent profit margin it's still really high 
but the street was expecting a lot more because they didn't they didn't foresee the losses of how much Zuckerberg spent on their reality labs. And for now on, every time you see a meta earnings report, it's gonna be they're gonna track reality labs too. And so face meta, wow. sorry, has twenty percent twenty percent of their entire workforce is at reality labs. And what reality labs is is that is their metaverse arm. So the things that are done at Re- Reality Labs are all AR and VR stuff. So, oh my God, I feel even better about this. Now. Yeah, it had, it had nothing to do the with their way. advertising. Their advertising is fine. Yeah. yeah. Oh, this is great. Not- so, Reality Labs made earnings. They had a revenue increase of four billion dollars from yeah. from Q4 of last year. Like, it's crazy. It's crazy. It, it, that's unbelievable. I actually was looking at the wrong quarter and I was like, oh, well, they only matched the last quarter, but they actually increased it by $4 billion. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah, what are we talking about here? Okay, they have a profit margin of only 28% now instead of 33 Like, it's Basically, – I'm sure they're going to find ways to make up for it. I'm sure they're going to make up for it somewhere. It's it's record it's record spending for them. So they're they're doing their capital expenditures and they're and they're trying to find another revenue source and they're trying to do that through Reality Labs. So every quarter this year, you're going to see R and D start going through the roof. So it's not like if they if they hadn't have spent that three point three billion, they would have beat earnings. I just want to make that clear. Had there not have been a Reality Labs. Meta would have beat earnings this time around, but they're trying to build the metaverse. They're trying to build more revenue, yeah, yeah, another revenue stream. So it's gonna, it's it's gonna, it's gonna come out on profit for a little bit, but I think re- revenue will still continue to be very, very strong. They're just siphoning everything out from Facebook and Instagram ad revenue. They're siphoning profits from that, and they're sinking it into Reality Labs to try and generate oh, more AR, VR, consumer-friendly stuff. In five years, they're going to be fucking triple the price. It, exactly. And this is the point I made to a lot of people in the in the stock market for beginners group because I always say that meta platforms or Facebook, they are the creator of the metaverse. Whether you like Zuckerberg or Facebook or not, nobody else is making money on the metaverse right now except for Reality Labs. Reality Labs posted $877 million in Q4. So they're probably making close to $4 billion per year. This is and the smartest. This and the Google, this and Google, if you buy this in the, uh, Google and Facebook and you just continue buying this in five years, you'll have, you'll yeah. fucking yeah, call it in 10, 20 years. Who knows? Yeah. By the time you're ready to retire, you'll have a million dollar portfolio just by buying them now. Jesus. Yeah. And guess crazy. what? If they wanted to, they could just, if reality labs doesn't work out, they could just cut their losses and then get all that revenue back. And exactly. they'll just write it off. So uh, it's funny because either we've seen people in the group we were talking with how, oh, no, it's going below 200 tomorrow. It's it's people are – I've seen someone saying, oh, it's going to zero. Like what are we talking about here? I don't know about you zero, know? but if it goes 200, I'm buying a lot more. <laughs> if it goes to 200, I'm going to have to really significantly – I'm going to have to put a significant amount of money in there. And then – because prob- that would probably be a, a swing trade for me. I'd probably let it go to 400 and then just double my money quick. Uh, Yeah, that's insane. But, I mean, this is one of those opportunities. We talk about stashing cash for an opportunity, and this is – I mean, you just got it. You just got it. Like What was Facebook's year-to-date? We post their year-to-date. Yeah. Year-to-date? I mean, I know we're only a month into the year, so – and everything's been kind of down. 
So they started the year at 33. I guess uh, I should say uh, one year. They're one year. Last one year, 12 okay. months. The last yeah. 12 months. Here we go. Um, 12 months ago, they were at 266.65. And now they're at 249. Guys, you're getting a one-year discount right here. Jesus. You're getting... You're getting the price you're getting a twenty dollar discount. Was a year ago. You, you wait. So it's twenty six. Well, here it's sixty six. Technically, and now from February third, twenty twenty one to February second, twenty twenty two, it's up twenty twenty point nine four percent. Oh, like okay. from from February. Um, if you go from January of last year, yeah, it's down. Okay. Yeah. So the the exactly la- twelve months ago, it's up. It's still up twenty two percent from yeah. exactly twelve months ago. Yeah. So you're still getting a pretty significant discount here. So if you missed out on Facebook last year, now's your opportunity to redeem yourself. <laughs> yeah, and, and uh, this, the same the same sort of thing happened with with net with Netflix too. And again, yeah. Netflix is not anywhere near the, the quality of company as 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 Meta. But the stock fell twenty percent after earnings. A billionaire went and brought up a billion dollars worth of shares. I think. Um, Netflix was trading at 380s. Now it's up to 430. So, like, I'm actually kind of, I'm actually kind of nervous that this is going to pop on pre market. I'm going to miss out on this price. <laughs> I hope not. Like, I'm actually I'm buying, concerned. I'm only buying when markets open. I, I've never placed a trade pre pre or post market. Well, you could do limit order in pre market, so you get the price you want. So you're not going to get screwed. That's what I'm. That's 100 percent what I'm going to do. But I'm worried that at eight o'clock tomorrow morning, because there's all these apps where you can buy through Webull and all these other brokerages, that they're just going to inflate this price back up over 300, and it's like, ah, oh, damn it! Like, <laughs> what an opportunity. Yeah, and but if it, even 300 is still good, but if it doesn't, a lot of these hedge funds that have a lot of cash sitting around, they will certainly take advantage. Oh my god, um, definitely. Yeah, they'll certainly take advantage. So, like, so again, what, do you think, what do you think is going to happen tomorrow? with this i, I could see gonna, it's gonna go up i could see it sitting um netflix sat for what like two or three days before bill ackman decided to buy a billion so i think i think it could sit uh and i hope it sits because as i said i'm, yeah. I'm gonna buy when markets open i hope it sits here um but eventually it will go back up um like again he's zuckerberg is trying really really hard to find a way to grow this company it's really hard to grow. Like people don't understand, like Google has the most users of any service in the world because Google search is used by, I think over like 3 billion people over 4 billion. Mm -hmm. Facebook has 2.9 billion monthly active users. Once you get to that point, you're pretty saturated. And so Zuckerberg is trying really hard to, to fund something else that people can use and get more users from and revenue. And he's betting on this reality labs and metaverse stuff. So he, it's going to be some big spending. Uh, and we're going to see how it pay it, it it pays off. Like the company does have a revenue; it makes about eight hundred seventy-seven million per quarter, um, which is up double digits from Q four of last year, where Meta uh, Reality Labs only made seven hundred seventeen million. So they managed to raise one hundred seventy million in revenue year over year, quarter or sorry, uh, yeah, year over year. So that's something really really important to watch. It is making money. It's not just a it's not just a loss pit. Um, so he's going to try really, really hard to build that, that up. And as Tony said, if it works out great and, um, Facebook or meta, sorry, will have its new revenue stream. 
um, which is really good because these advertisers like Google's is the cloud. That's where they're getting their second their second win from. Facebook or Meta, sorry, is going to bet that it's um, it's going to come from the metaverse. So that's where they plan to get their second win from. If it works, great. As Tony said, if it doesn't, they shut it down and the profitability goes right back up to 35%. So it's going to be yeah. like one it's, thing to one thing to remember. Sorry, go ahead. Go ahead. No, go. No, go ahead. I was done. I, I was going to say one thing to remember for those of you that own the index like uh, S&P or Nat or most the QQQ really is be more affected um, because this dropped a pretty big amount. You're, you're probably going to see the S&P and NASDAQ or QQQ uh, ETF in the red, I would assume, because that's a pretty big drop. I don't know how much the weighting is in, in Facebook, but I think it's one of the top four, right? Top four or five. I think it's 3%. Okay. So maybe it's not that significant, but, uh, but you know, I think Apple is the highest holding. So yeah. Um, but you know, 3%, it'll probably affect it quite a bit. If it's down yeah. 22%. Yeah. So we'll see. Don't be alarmed. Futures, futures for the S and P are already down 1%. Yeah. Expected. I just so, want to bring up uh, a point that Mark has, and he's made it once or twice. He goes, as a high school teacher, not one student has Facebook and I've been called a boomer for having it. Mark, you have to remember, um, we as millennials. Really it's true. The younger generation aren't using it. That's why Mark is going into building the metaverse because that's going to be the next generation's social media. So Facebook has the money to invest in it. So he well, is doing also that. also using Instagram, which well, Facebook also, owns. Yeah, Instagram, it owns Instagram. So it's getting that younger generation as well. I do Mark, have a big point on, on that. I have a big point on that. So great. Great, great. And plus, we our generation has the are are the money generation right now. We are the ones who have more money than the younger generation. So he still has. We are still paying into that. We're still using it, and we we represent that. So and yeah, students use TikToks, but they uh, and there's a lot of boomer. Yeah, there's a lot of boomers on Facebook, and yeah, students use TikTok, but Facebook is bringing things like that uh, as well. That TikTok, so it's it's not going anywhere with 2.9 billion users or like over 2 billion users it's not going anywhere it's, you got to think about all the businesses that use facebook yeah. for marketing we're on facebook right now you know yeah like, we're on facebook you guys are learning about stock market yeah. on facebook so if there, we're using facebook it, is still an amazing platform it's not going anywhere it's ingrained in the the fabrics of society it's going to be around for a long time um and tiktok is not like I know there's social media platforms, but they're not really the same thing. They do di completely different things. Yeah, Facebook. We, we can't do what we're doing now from TikTok. No, TikTok no. would be competing against, is it competing against YouTube? Snapchat. I, yeah. Snapchat. Yeah, that's yeah, what, Snapchat that's what it example. is. Mm -hmm. Snapchat and TikTok, I consider more competitors than Facebook and TikTok. Facebook is the other thing is, why can't you have both? Why can't you have Facebook and TikTok? Or, yeah. A lot of people have all of this stuff. Yes, people people have everything. Yeah. So it's Isn't uh, Oculus owned by Facebook too. Yeah, I it think is. So. Yeah. so there's another and, thing um, that kids are going to use. Um, WhatsApp. And WhatsApp, WhatsApp, yeah. Oh, WhatsApp is owned by Facebook. Yeah, WhatsApp isn't really big in the developed world, but among developing countries, it's bigger than Facebook Messenger. Is it so. WhatsApp yeah. or WhatsApp? WhatsApp. It's yeah. No, WhatsApp. Okay. Yeah. 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 Yeah, and so that's like, a big one. Yeah. Yeah. Because in in this, I was watching a news report. Um, a lot of kids use WhatsApp. 
Yeah, it, and in the developed world, they never started. They didn't have landlines. They went straight to cell phones. So they're they they already have that jump. They're starting to learn. We we, we grew up with communications. Yeah, yeah. and they. Yeah. And that instant communication like that, and because WhatsApp uses what you don't really need cellular yeah. data, you just need Wi-Fi, and those cities are just implementing Wi-Fi across the the whole city, so you're co- constantly con- connected to the internet, so you don't have to worry about you know data fees and that. So I, I do hear what Mark is saying, though. I know TikTok is very popular amongst kids, and I totally believe that all mm-hmm. his students are using it. I, <laughs> absolutely you spent I, I i can spend an hour on it without even realizing an hour's past like it, it is a completely different i just form. don't think it's going to overtake facebook you no know? facebook is i th- facebook yeah. is going to be like blog like you can everybody can blog like you are able to make money off facebook TikTok's not even properly. a publicly traded company is it no it's owned uh by i think there was Byte like wasn't there some issue with Byte trump Dance. and tiktok because it's yeah. like a Chinese we don't company. even know we don't even know how profitable tiktok is do we yeah they no. don't make money no no but, they pay their their they pay barely anything to uh to their creators that i know exactly that that was going to make that point exactly that and they don't pay as much but uh the one the one thing with that is i, I read in the wall street journal today i think i posted it on my insta story that they are the Biden administration is now looking into tick into tick TikTok for U.S. security threats. So people thought it was just Trump that was doing this. No, Biden's doing it too now. So again, yeah. they're going to have TikTok is going to have a really really rough time. Anything Chinese is going to have a rough time in in uh, United States. So it's not going to be it, it's it's not going to be as big of a thing as Instagram and Facebook. Uh, just to put this into perspective. WhatsApp has over a billion users. Facebook Messenger has over a billion users. Instagram has over a billion u- users, and Facebook, the platform, has over two point nine billion. TikTok only has only has eight hundred million. They're not even at a billion yet. So if you combine the whole Facebook suite, it's not even close. Yeah, it's not even. It's they're not even. I almost not even really don't even want to. I almost don't even want to talk up Facebook anymore because I want the price to stay down. <laughs> Don't buy Facebook. Don't Don't buy Facebook. Guys, horrible investment. And to answer to answer Mark as well, this was one of my sticky notes I had written down. Someone asked it, so I'm gonna read it. Meta is investing heavily on Instagram reels to combat TikTok. So Zuckerberg is aware. That's why if you notice when TikTok first became popular, Instagram came out with reels. And what reels is are 15 to 60 second snip snippet videos that are very very similar to what tiktok does 15 and 60 second videos when he did that it was very smart for him to invest in that because he kept people on instagram but what happened is he shifted people away from stories and instagram news feeds over to reels so now people use reels like they use on like they do through instagram which is flip through videos now people just sit on real feeds and just flip through reels that was a very smart thing for Zuckerberg to do because he kept Instagram alive. The bad side of that is Meta makes less money on real ads than feed and story. Mm-hmm. So he uh, uh, Instagram, the bulk of Instagram's revenue comes from feed, then story, and then the last most profitable ad venue uh, for Instagram is Reels, so he makes the least amount of money on Reels. So he shifted so many people o- over to Reels that it, that Instagram took a little bit of a pro- of a profitability hit, hit there, 
but he kept the users, which is the most important thing. So Reels, Reels did Instagram all kinds of favors. So Zuckerberg is very, very intelligent. This guy's no slouch. Um, he's an alien. Yeah, he's, he's literally he's a robot, ladies he's and gentlemen. He's a robot. He's not all of these to... see Elon Musk, Zuckerberg, all these people are aliens, man. They're all aliens. <laughs> Making the world a little bit better. Um, we're moving on here from the uh, from uh, from Facebook Meta and all that. Um, someone did have a very interesting question here uh, for us. I'm just gonna go get the uh, the individual's name, Olicia Kaoli. I apologize oh. if I destroyed your name. Uh, it's uh, do you think after Google splits that Google will get back to three thousand a share in five to ten years? No. That's a lofty goal. I don't know about that, but. No. That's, I would say in five years, if it splits to 150, uh, in five years, it could be 350 a share, 400 a share, maybe. You got to be realistic. I mean, I know crypto and meme stocks has um, changed expectations, but um, we have to get back to uh, reality land at some point. And I would say if you're doubling your money in five years, that's really good. You know, to double your money in five years, pretty Maybe good. In Twenty to thirty years, it could be closer to that. But now, not. I would say you're probably you're probably going to do better than double your money. But to be safe, I would um, I would expect to double your money in five years. Is a good expectation. That's at realistic. Least, at the very yeah. least, yeah. That's realistic. Yeah. 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 Uh, I agree. Um, uh, back up to three thousand in five, ten years. There's not a chance it's going to happen. You have to figure the valuation of, of the company for that to for that to be the case. So even though it's going to drop down to um, $150 a share or somewhere in that realm. They have to go up 10x. Exactly. Yeah. The company is still going to be worth $2 billion, $2 trillion, sorry. And so yeah, it has to be worth $20 trillion for that. Yeah, it'd be worth more than much. the entire planet itself. So <laughs> it, well, the U.S. <laughs> stock market right now, I think the total U.S. stock market is worth about $40 trillion. So it'd be worth half of the U.S. stock market by itself. Yeah, it's not going to happen. <laughs> yeah, no problem. But you can't expect, as you said, three fifty four four hundred within the next five five years. Sure. Yeah. Within yeah. the next ten, maybe you're looking at four five hundred, which is still going to be a huge gain. You're still Excellent. crippling your yeah. money over ten over ten ten over ten years. So, and it's very strategic by Google, I think, or Alphabet. Sorry, I think they know what they're doing. They noticed that the two most valuable companies in the world are the companies that stock split repeatedly, Microsoft and Apple, and they kept their share prices very, very low. But if you look at Microsoft's earnings and revenue compared to Google's, it's way lower. So I think Google understands that if they cut this, and again, like Apple did a five for one stock split, it's nothing big. Google's doing a 20 for one. Like that's crazy. Like they're really going after it. I think they understand that they're going to get a lot of um a lot of buyers and i really think they're going to have a push towards most valuable company um so I, it's a very strategic 20 for one i've never seen that uh, yeah so they're really I was in the apple stock split and that was i think it, I, it was like 400 dollars a share or something might might have got to 500 500 to one to what to 100 yeah and then when it split i think i got like 90 something 90 something dollars a share so um, and now it's it's up seventy something percent since that split. Yeah. So that was about two years ago, I think. So maybe a year and a half. 
Mark's over here mentioning apes and Reddit. No, we're not going to tell them. They can play with their game stock. I'm definitely not telling any of those guys on Wall Street bets about Google. Hell no. <laughs> I want them to figure out really, really late. They don't care about five, five, five years from now, and then that way they bid up my Google shares five years from now. I hope Wall they're really Street late. Bets is not interested in companies that make money. No, they're, they're just interested. they're looking for small, stupid, silly yeah. things. Uh, Dorothy over here. This may also put them on the Nasdaq. <clears throat> I thought they were already on there. Google already Google? is on the Nasdaq. Their Google's yeah. already like top holding on Nasdaq. Yeah. And then we got, uh, I believe it's probably uh, Mark. Yeah, I think they were. Uh, oh, uh, Olicia. I think this is going to trigger Amazon an Amazon stuff. split. I Possibly, agree. Yeah. I think Google doing it is going to trigger Amazon to do it as well. Yeah. Yeah. And then that's even better because that's more money in us for us yeah. to buy in and get even more money in the, over the next five to 10 years. That's uh, predictions there, ladies and gentlemen. All right. So we're going to open it up for the next minute. Uh, let any stocks you want in the comments so that we can uh, do a live uh, breakdown of it for you guys. So uh, go ahead. Whatever stock you want us to break down live, put it in the comments right now to uh, let us know. Um, someone's saying uh, Google splitting is trying to get into the Dow. I don't think they're, they really care about that at all. I don't Google. even think they don't care about what index they're in at all. And Google and the Dow would be a very um, insignificant thing for the Dow because it's price weighted. So Google, 150 per share, it would be the least significant, the least biggest driver of the Dow. It's kind of silly the way the Dow is structured. All right, we're getting some uh, some uh, some stocks here. We got chip stocks with Mark. We got Coinbase, Nvidia, Bros, Ford, oh, Nvidia. Damn, We've already close. done an episode on Nvidia. Yeah, Nvidia we've already covered. That's a good stock. Yeah, upstart. Bros is one I don't think we've talked about before. That's that talked. coffee shop, right? That everyone's <laughs> I believe so. About. Yeah. Let let's me, talk uh... about. Let's talk about Bros. All right. Uh, Bros. Dutch, Dutch Bros. Bros. Yes, it's the Dutch Bros trading right now after market at fifty five. My my podcast name. <laughs> so Dutch Bros, not Stock Bros. Here we go. Uh, That's here where we they go. got it from. There, yeah, that must be it. So we're going to be talking about bros because uh, we haven't talked about that. Uh, we got also Ford. Uh, maybe later another date we can Ford, do that. We, we already talked about on. Ford. We yeah. covered a lot of these. AMD, Ford, yeah. NVIDIA. All right. Let's see. This is a one year. Not even one year. They haven't been around one year. So six months. Oh, six months maybe. Can we do six fresh, months? Fresh IPO. Fresh IPO. Fresh IPO. At 55, it's trading at 55. At its peak in November, it was at... Uh, seventy six, seventy six dollars. Drop below forty, not yeah, too long ago. Uh, no, yeah, it was well, at have, lowest it's I, been at is at forty one thirty one. It looks like they have had some profitable quarters. Uh, I'm looking through their, their earnings, but yeah, the bad news is they're trending down every. The bad news is they're trending down every single quarter since they IPO'd. Um. So that isn't good. And their profit margin is currently negative five percent. Um I love this mark. Yes. Oh, if Jim Kramer's talking about it, it's yeah, it's it garbage. Oh man. A lot of people like it in the group. Um when they when they IPO'd, uh, I looked at their financials, I looked at the uh, prospectus, and they had a two percent profit margin. Yeah. This is the type of company to make like 250 million dollars in a year and come out of it with like a million dollar profit like you're screwed so they don't have 
re- restaurants are very very flaky um most of them barely last five years yeah unless you're really doing something right and the only the issue i have with dutch bros is is they're regional they only exist in the pacific northwest um they're oregon based so i think if you travel one state outside of oregon like a border state you might find dutch bros after that you're not going to see them anywhere else in in the united states let alone the world so their whole thing with ipoing is they want to expand um funny thing is before mcdonald's ipo'd they were in multiple states all across the united states really really funny but dutch bros apparently cannot expand unless they get ipo money so um the issue with this is now is that they're already running thin margins. So when they expand now losses are going to balloon huge and 2022 is the wrong time to really expand um, because the consumer is indebted and interest rates are, ri- are rising. So taking out loans that you're, yeah. 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 Any uh, loans that they have are going to get more expensive. That's going to cut into your expansion. It's, you think just, it's just sentimental. I think it's just people that are talking about this or people that go there for coffee and whatnot. And sometimes we just get sentimental with where we're shopping. Like I, I'll admit it. I like Apple, you know? So, um, but it's just one of those things They like you said, they made $129 million in Q4 in revenue, which is nothing. And they lost 6.74 million in net revenue. And they're trading at over $2 billion. God, this is ridiculous. The so, stock market, stock, and 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 Facebook's down twenty percent. And but know? Facebook is down twenty percent. Yeah, yeah. Facebook's down twenty percent, and this one's down three and a half percent today. But, exactly that. Um, whoever made that comment, Kramer keeps talking about it. They're out west, but they're not going to take over Duncan. Exactly. Duncan used to be publicly tra- traded, but as I always yeah. say, the best companies are private. And what happened is somebody really liked Duncan and they took it private because Duncan doesn't need to be public. They don't need the public exposure. They don't need the money. They don't need those capital markets. They're fine being private. Like they're that profitable. Um, So I always say this all the time. They're not even going to be better than Dunkin' Donuts, let alone Starbucks. And Starbucks Starbucks Starbucks. comes from not only the fact that they're in every U.S. state, but that they're in China, you know, Getting U.S. companies into China, I don't know if you know this, but it's really tough. Like guys like Starbucks and McDonald's that have actually set up shop in China, that tells you just how strong those businesses are because China doesn't like U.S. businesses on their streets. They really don't. Well, and here's the final comparison. Starbucks Q4, uh, they their net income, $1.7, $1.8 billion. Jesus. Dutch Bros, negative $6 million. So that just tells you how huge Starbucks is. Compared yeah. to, I guess people want to get in on IPOs early, and I get it, but I don't know. It's like why we all only have so much money, so why not put your money into the best possible things you can put it in? Yeah, exactly. And I, I wouldn't even want to be in in coffee Starbucks. or juice yeah. drinks, but if I did, it would be Starbucks, right? Yeah, I don't even want Starbucks, but at least if you're in Starbucks, I can understand it. Exactly. You know, my point exactly. Yeah. All right, guys, we're coming up to the end here. We're going to start to say our goodbyes and thank you guys for listening. So, Dalt, where can they find you to get your amazing wisdom? As always, man, you can check me out on my blog, bandoncourtcapital.com slash blog. 
the article that I'm writing um, in a couple hours tonight, it's going to be a late, a late one. I had a late day here um, with shopping and doing all other sorts of stuff business wise, but it's going to be a late one. It probably, but it's going to uh, later on, but it'll be about fa Facebook. So everything that I covered on my post-it notes, I had three post-it notes here uh, for the show. Um, it's going to be all in an article. So in case you miss this, if you're not a, a visual or a, a visual person or a hearing person, I'll, I'm going to write it all down for you. What happened with the earnings report and on Instagram as well at Rizmay Life, R-I-S-M-A-Y-L-I-F-E. Lots of free content on there, especially Wall Street Journal stuff. So please tune in. All right. And Tony, of course, where can we find you and listen to your yeah. wisdom? Excellent show. Uh, glad to be back. Stock Bros podcast. And also check out my course on Udemy. I'll put the link in below for all you new investors and new people to the group. Um, you can learn about investing and you start out at the very basics. If you know nothing and you build a foundation. Um, I have to say, so, yeah. yeah. And uh, guys, if you enjoy this show, this is what I need you guys to do. If you want to support us, if you don't want to get us merchandise, because I didn't see anybody talking about merchandise, I will make a t-shirt. I will mock it up and show you guys so that you know what you're getting. But if you guys want to help us out, there are links in the show notes linking to the uh, Spotify and the Apple. Go give us a rating and review. Help us get up in the charts. That's all you have to do. Just go over, listen, leave a five-star review. It'd be so helpful for us and if you go over to instagram stock dirty pod make sure you like us there so that more people can learn about the amazing group and become financially smarter when it comes to investing i'm of course phil better the podcast mogul these two guys are the geniuses tony and dalt they help you understand the stock market and uh our amazing admins i thank you all for listening hold on oh, wait 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 one one what? thing somebody asked is it a good time to get in facebook tomorrow yes, yes. no wait we said no i'll we said be buying no. I will be buying at least another 10% worth of the position I have right now. Um, I'll be buying tomorrow. Uh, Tony will be buying tomorrow. And oh, yeah. 100%. Yeah. Go 100%. Ahead, I will definitely post in the group when I do buy. Um, As well. Unless, unless, like I said, unless the stock pops again. And then I'm like, ah, I'm just waiting for a good opportunity to put a chunk of money into something. So this was it. This is it. Like, this there is the opportunity. <laughs> So we'll see. Right. And yeah. with that, ladies and gentlemen, remember, be a smart investor and stock dirty to me. Peace.